0: Hey, everybody, and happy Halloween. This is Well Said, the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill's official storytelling podcast. This week, we're bringing you a spooktacular Halloween special to explore Carolina and Chapel Hill's most famous haunts. Join us as members from the UNC Visitor Center discuss legends filled with duels gone awry, top-secret student societies, and friendly pranking ghosts.
1: Nestled on the hill for which Chapel Hill was named, the Carolina Inn is an iconic destination for locals and visitors alike. With its beautiful architecture and luxurious accommodations, guests find it hard to leave the Carolina Inn and return back home. And some never do. The Carolina Inn was built in 1924 and quickly became a popular hotel for visitors and graduates of the university. In 1948, the Carolina Inn's most long-lasting guests checked in and apparently never left. Dr. William Jaycox, a fun-loving man with a witty sense of humor, had recently retired from practicing medicine and decided to make the Carolina Inn his final home. He lived in room 256 for 17 years before his death in 1965. Guests that have stayed in Dr. Jaycox's old room report being inexplicably locked out of 256. Visitors have also noticed strange occurrences such as messy bath mats and previously closed curtains being pulled wide open. Some have encountered the smell of freshly cut flowers, despite none being in the room, and felt their bodies become strangely cold for no apparent reason. In 1990, the Carolina Inn underwent renovations and Dr. J. Cox's room was partitioned into four rooms. Though newly electronic door locks replace the traditional locks, it seems that Dr. Jaycox still plays his favorite joke and locks guests out from time to time. Wanna pay a visit to Dr. Jaycox? Guests can still book a room in the good doctor's favorite haunt, if they dare.
2: To the east of campus sits famed Gimgol Castle. This castle and its surrounding area has long inspired rumor among students and residents alike. Ask any Carolina student about the castle and most would tell you the story of Peter Dromgoole. But who was he and what happened to him? As told by the UNC Graduate School, legend has it that Peter Dromgoole, a student who enrolled at the university in 1833, fell in love with a local woman known as Miss Fanny. However, Peter was not the only student entranced by Miss Fanny, as there was another student jealously vying for her love. In the spirit of the times, Peter and this challenging suitor decided to settle the matter with a pistol duel. The two of them met one night near present-day Gimgul Castle, and Peter lost the duel, badly. He died on a rock, permanently staining it with his blood. The duel's winner and panicking witnesses used that very rock to cover the shallow grave they quickly dug for Peter's body. Fanny heard of the duel and returned to the very site each day, wondering where her missing Peter had gone. It is said that she died of a broken heart as she waited for her murdered lover to return. Another version of the story shares that Fanny arrived just as Peter was shot, only to have him die in her loving arms his blood staining her nightclothes and that same rock. Supposedly, visitors can still visit this very rock and see these strange blood-red stains. While the story is fiction, Peter Drumgoole was a real person. Apparently, Peter, who did indeed apply to Carolina in 1833, failed his entrance exams and absconded off to Europe. The story seems to have been inspired by Peter's uncle, George C. Dromgul, who fought in a duel in 1837. Still, as one of Carolina's most popular legends, the story encouraged the creation of the university's most mysterious secret society, the Order of Gimgool. According to Carolina's Virtual Museum of University History, in 1889, five undergraduate students founded the Order of Gimgool after hearing University President Dr. Kemp P. Battle share Peter's story. The students named their newfound society the Order of Dromgul in Peter's honor, later shortening it to Gimgul. The organization is said to claim certain noted UNC alumni among its members. The order began building their castle in 1915 and completed it a mere 11 years later, situating it close to where Peter Dromgul supposedly drew his last breath. Few traces exist of the group, though it is believed to still be active on campus. Curious individuals attempting to find out more about the Order of Gimgul can explore its collection in the university archives, but be warned, records younger than 50 years old are sealed and available to current members only.
3: With 225 years worth of history, Carolina and Chapel Hill's older buildings hold many secrets and spirits within their walls. One particular home, the Horace Williams House, boasts a famous and long-residing Carolina alumnus. A number of families have occupied the home, located at 610 East Rosemary Street, since its initial construction in the 1840s, before its most famous owner, Horace Williams, bought the property in 1897. As reported by the UNC Graduate School, Williams was the founder and chair of the university's philosophy department and the first person to be awarded a Master of Arts at UNC. Along with his academic accomplishments, Williams had a reputation for being quite the character. For example, one story recalls that Williams refused to connect his home with the town's sewer system, which was put in place in 1913 by Chapel Hill mayor L. P. McClendon. In response, McClendon arrested Williams, the house was hooked up to the sewer system, and the two never spoke again. Williams willed the house to the university upon his death in 1940 with the condition that no significant alterations be made. Seemingly, Mr. Williams stuck around to make sure this promise was kept. As Mr. Williams was such a particular man during life, it makes sense he is so colorful in the afterlife. Legend has it that Mr. Williams still inhabits his beloved home and rearranges objects to his liking. According to author Terence Zepke, one former occupant of the house, Catherine Berryhill Williams, lived in the house for four years as a child. She recalled many strange incidences, such as finding fire utensils out of place with no one having moved them. Catherine also shared that her sister reportedly spoke with Mr. Williams' ghost multiple times. Others claim to have encountered Mr. Williams as well. One caretaker recalled seeing an empty rocking chair move so forcefully, just as if someone was sitting in it, that it could not have been attributed to wind or fans. Today, the Horace Williams' house is home to Preservation Chapel Hill. It's unclear if Mr. Williams' spirit continues to haunt the property, but next time you take a stroll through Chapel Hill's historic neighborhoods, you may want to walk by Mr. Williams' old residence and see if anything strange is afoot.
0: We hope that you enjoyed these tales of Carolina's most famous ghosts and mysteries. Want to learn more about Carolina's history? Why not go to the Visitor Center? They've got so many more facts and stories to share. Although they might not be as eerie, they're certainly just as thrilling. If you're interested in learning more about the Visitor Center or signing up for a campus tour, go to unc.edu/visitors. Do you have an idea for an upcoming episode of Well Said? Send us a tweet at unc, or shoot us an email at wellsaid@unc.edu. You can find Well Said wherever you get your podcasts. So we hope you'll subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for listening to this spooktacular episode of Well Said. See you next week.